Well, hello. I made it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I really, really was running behind here. And I'm so glad that I did make it. <sighs> okay, I think I'm good now. So, welcome to the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast with me, Allison Rozell. I am, there we go, had to turn that light down a little bit. <laughs> I am the spiritual liberation coach for black women and women of color. And my mission, my desire, my all in all is to guide you, my love, into your own pathway of spiritual liberation. And what that means for you is helping you to embody your most authentic self, helping you to break down the energetic clutter and the mental clutter that you carry around and help you be able to have some clarity and build consistency with your spirituality, with your purpose, with your passion. And I know I kind of went all over the place with that. That's what happens when you start running late. <laughs> but I'm here. Hello, my goddess, Christine. How are you? Yes. So before I jump in, because I feel I need it. Can we just take a moment and just take a breath or two? <laughs> so right now, let's just take us some deep breaths and just get ourselves grounded and ready for today's, tonight's message, today's message, whatever time of day you are listening to this, whether it is right here and right now with me, or you are listening to the replay on the podcast. So let's just tune in. Ah, yes. And let's just check in with our bodies and make sure everything is okay. Check in with our energy. Making sure everything is flowing the way it should. And if there's any part of us that feels like it needs just a little bit more love, then we'll just go ahead and send it. Because we have the power to do that. So let's take a deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. And let's do one more big inhale through the nose. And let's exhale out with sound. Ah. Whew. All right. All right. All right. So, tonight we are talking about how it is time to do the work. Yeah, because it is. It's time. As a matter of fact, for some of us, it's past time. <laughs> now, hear my heart. When I'm talking tonight, I am not 
um, putting anybody down. I'm speaking from the heart. Um, these are just some observations that I have made um, just from me being on various platforms, be it Instagram, be it Facebook, be it um, Clubhouse. Um, I just, this is, these are just things that I'm starting to notice. So I thought about this because one of my favorite programs has just left the building and that is Ianla Fix My Life. And I'm like, how will I make it <laughs> without my, my Ianla? Even though I have, if y'all could see how many of her books I have on my shelf. Matter of fact, while I'm right here, this one, this one right here, Tapping the Power Within, baby, a path to self-empowerment for black women, and that it was. I love her. <laughs> what I loved about that show is in the opening credits she introduces who she is and the last thing she says is I am here to help you do the work and I love that because as a coach as a healer I can truly say that I am here to help you do the work as well because this particular this this life this this um journey these things that i teach and the, the the divination that i use only works if you work it it's only gonna work if you work it if you do the work it can it will work but we've gotten in, into this, this era of time where we don't want to do the work. We just want to do what feels good and sounds good. We want our fancy to be tickled, right? We want our uh, spiritual fix, but we're not fixing nothing. Now, I say this because... I remember when I got on my journey of awakening or whatever terminology you use. And I remember one day I was coming out of church and the service was pretty good. And when I got home, See, I'm one of these rare people when the pastor preaches out of a particular um, part of the Bible, a particular uh, Bible verse or, you know, book of whatever, verse whatever. See, yeah, I'm that congregation member who actually reads that. See, not only am I going to read what you preached on, but I'm going to read what happened before and what after, happened after that particular part 
that the pastor preached on. I'm that church member that has read the Bible through and through a multitude of times. I have people that I know who have been in the church for all of their lives and have never read the Bible all the way through. And I'm like, so you basically went to church and took that man or woman's word for it. And you never studied it yourself. Evidence of not wanting to do the work. You want to scream hallelujah and wave your hands and get your fix at church, but you don't want to do the work. So when I left church and I read my Bible, something just was not adding up for me because I started going into deep thought. I was like, you know, I've gone to different churches and the churches that I've been to, I can't lie, I enjoyed them. They were good churches. I Nothing wrong with them. The preaching, excellent. The teaching, good. I had no qualms with that. However, I started to realize more and more that I wanted more and I wasn't being spiritually fed in this way through just the channel of Christianity. And I've given my story before of how I took a course on um, world religion, uh, which should have been called world religion and culture because there were a, a multitude of things that I learned that really spoke to me, really resonated with me. Um, and I started seeing the connection of all of the religions how they all seem to connect one way or another. So I started really getting in deep thought and I was like, you know, Sunday in and Sunday out, I do great. I'll sing, I'm singing in the women's choir, which I enjoyed. I love to sing. Um, I, the, my favorite part of church always has been and always will be the music because um, I feel like music is such an instrument to, to connect with God that is just such a beautiful way. I would pay my tithes and offering. I would pray. I would, you know, I worked in the church. I was doing all of that. And I noticed that as soon as Monday morning hit, all of that fire that I felt I had, gone. And I realized, okay, so what I'm doing is I'm starting to go for a temporary solution, a fix. And not for anything that is concrete that I can have that's tangible, that I can use to help me through my everyday walk. Stay with me, I'm going somewhere. So as I'm doing this reflection and I'm thinking about where I am and I'm understanding that 
It's not church. It's not Christ that I have a problem with. It's it's the the way this stuff is being teach, taught and distorted. So I started getting into spirituality. I'm not going to go into this whole story. I'm, I'm going to shift forward into me accepting uh, my path in spirituality, being part of Christ consciousness, and understanding how I can integrate, right? I started receiving my instructions of what I'm supposed to do. So, you know, that meant um, tapping into, you know, my intuitive gifts and, and you know, learning Reiki and getting into meditation and teaching and coaching and, and all these things. But see, I, I couldn't go to that immediately. And some of you out there are trying to skip the work and get to the the sexy part. So anybody that knows me knows I love Clubhouse. Oh my God, I love Clubhouse so much because I've meet I've met some amazing people on Clubhouse. Not saying I haven't met amazing people through any other channels, but this was just different because it gave you the ability to have conversations and be part of these conversations and teachings and things like that. So I was like, okay, yeah, I, I think I can do this. But what I started to notice more and more as I was participating on Clubhouse, the same people were going from room to room to room to room to room to room to room, to room getting their fix. So if I had a room where I was given readings, I would give this person or persons a reading. And as soon as my room shuts down, they hop over to the next room where that person is also given readings. So they want to get the readings from that person. And then maybe they'll wait a couple of hours and they'll end up in another room and they're getting more readings. Now, please understand this. I love doing readings. Yes, they are a lot of fun. But my philosophy is this. If I'm giving you a reading, if I am taking the time to pull a card, to intuitive, intuitively tap in and give you information, and I'm on an app where I'm really not charging you for it, and I'm not really going as deep as I probably could, but that's purposeful because, again, I'm not getting paid for it. You're not doing the work. So I stroke your ego. I give you what you want. And then you go over to somebody else who will stroke your ego and give you what you want. And you'll keep getting these fixes. And you'll keep going and you'll keep going. But then you'll come back to me and you'll say, I just, I can't seem to get anything done. I can't hear from the ancestors. I know spirit is talking, but I, I can't hear. I can't hear it, you know, and I don't know what else to do. And I'm just so tired and I'm this and I'm that. 
And I'm like, well, sis, yeah, you tired because you keep hopping from room to room to room trying to get your fix. And you're not doing the work. So it's time for us to do the work. Stop being, stop settling for a temporary solution and be committed to do the work. Do the work because if you really want this change in your life, and I get it, as a human, change is something that we will fight tooth and nail. But when you get to a point in your life where you just can't take it anymore and you need a change, are you committed to the change or are you just committed to the comfort zone of, I can keep using these same excuses to allow me to keep spinning in this endless circle and cycle and not really committing anything for myself to myself. And I'll play this role of, I can't seem to do this. I can't seem to do this, but I'm not doing anything. I'm not saying anything. So my question is, what are you committed to? And another thing that's interesting is when I give people the opportunity to work with me and I present what I do, they're like, oh, okay. Well, let me think about that. And then the next question is, why do you charge so much for your readings? So-and-so over there, they only charge 20 bucks for a tarot reading. Okay. Go to that person. And I'm not going to discredit that person because they're probably very good. But when you come to me, you're coming to me because you've tried everything else and you're ready to do the work. You're coming to me for me to be honest with you so that I can get you to the place where I can pour into you as you're on your journey and guide you as you do the work. To let you know, you don't have to do this work alone, sis. I've been there, done that. I'm teaching you some of the things that I learned on my journey so it doesn't have to be so hard for you. So when you get a reading from me, you're not just getting a reading. You're getting a reading, you're getting coaching, you're getting follow-up, you're getting me my service, the whole enchilada. Well, some of the enchilada. <laughs> I'm not here to give you a fix. I'm here to give you what you need so that you can fix what needs to be fixed and move on to walking into your most authentic life, your most authentic purpose, to be able to have clarity so many come to me, so many come to me and say, I just, I'm so like frazzled. I don't have clarity. How do I get clarity? Some of you can't have clarity because you got too many people talking to you. You can't find your voice for all the other voices that you're listening to. So since you run to this 
person for this reading that was free and you went to this free event and don't get it twisted i offer free stuff hell this is free that i'm doing right now but do you value you enough to say you know if i can spend a whole lot of money on my hair my nails makeup Earrings, y'all know I'm an earring whore. I love earrings. But when I got to a place where I was getting on my own damn nerves and I was frustrated with my life, it took a beautiful mocha skinned sister with hair out to here to look at me through this type of platform and say, I see you. I see you. I know you because I am you and you are me. And her words hit something down deep inside of me and I knew I needed to invest my time and my money in helping me in a way that I've never done before. Was it scary? Yes. Did I want to part with that money? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. But do I regret it? Nope. Not one, not one iota. I've made investments in myself and I've never regretted the investments that I've made in myself. Because I know that all things work together for my good. As long as I am setting forth the intention for my good. And understanding that I am worthy and deserving. I'm worthy and deserving. So that alone gave me the desire to do the work. The work was hard. Because it wasn't all the love and light and everything else. No, there's some shadow. And that shadow shit is scary. Because it's like, oh, oh, yeah, I did not want to deal with this. But, yeah, I gotta. If it takes me to get from this point to get over to this point, where at this point I have healing and I feel the process of healing, then that's what I choose. It's time for us to do the work. We can't afford to do any more fixings. We can't afford to keep going back and forth and trying to like skip and, and escape that. Now, this is not to say that everyone is just overflowing with money and they can just spend it on services from me or anybody else. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is what I know for a fact, and this is not just from me being a coach. This was from me 10 years of being a real estate agent. Excuse me. People will find the money to do whatever it is that they really want to do. Because if Jay-Z and Beyonce can come to Atlanta and sell the fuck out, From the same people who would look at me and say, 
I can't really afford that. And talk about my services or someone else's. I can't really afford that. But we'll move mountains to go for one night to see two people that ain't studying them at all. <laughs> no shade to Jay-Z or Beyonce. I listen to both. But people do that all the time. It's time for us to do the work. Now, I knew that this message would not be one that everybody would just hop on and be like real excited to hear. I knew that. But I, I have to talk about it because I love you. I love you. And I, I have to, to, to talk about things like this because what I'm seeing in spirituality is is people who are distorting things and, and scamming and and only wanting to do the parts that that feel good and and get fixes and you know then you know do all these things and and the purpose of your spiritual journey was was it was always about you. Do you get that? Do you understand that? This precious, beautiful young sister came into a room that myself and my friend were hosting. And she was talking, she was excited, and she was talking about, you know, her awakening. And then she starts talking about, and I'm trying to channel, and I want to connect with my ancestors. And, you know, I'm, I bought me some tarot cards, so I'm doing my tarot. And, you know, I'm about to, um, whatever else she was talking about. And after she got through all of that, all I wanted to know is, okay, that's great. But where are you in all of that? Where was the connection or reconnection to your most authentic self in your awakening that's what you're supposed to be striving for your spiritual journey has never been about you learning how to read cards you read um taking up reiki even though i'm a reiki teacher it's still it's it, your journey is not about that. It's not about you becoming a healer. It's not about any of those things. The first thing about your spiritual journey and awakening has everything to do with what I call the Trinity, which is you, your higher self, and your higher power. If you have no connection with either of these three, your spiritual life is in vain. All of that learning tarot, all of that learning Reiki, all of that learning uh, breath work, all of that learning, any of that. If you can't make your journey, those three things, those are the, the important things. And this is just my little old opinion. But if you're not factoring you, in the equation, what are you doing? What was the awakening? Because we've missed something somewhere. So it's time for us to do the work. 
It's time for us to get serious about our lives. Serious about what we really want for ourselves. If these last couple of years have taught us nothing else, it's that we don't have time to waste. We don't have time to waste. And shift is going to happen in this world whether you want it to happen or not. We went through a humongous energetic shift in 2020. That was a shift like one that probably none of us in this lifetime have ever seen. It put us in ways that we have never seen. But the challenge is, if you're ready for a change in your life, if you're ready to shift with Mother Earth, <laughs> if you're ready to shift and to finally say yes to yourself, to finally say, I am worthy and deserving of a good life. I am worthy and deserving of living my most authentic life and not caring anymore about what anybody has to say about it. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be me. I'm going to allow the real me who I was created to be to shine through like no other. It's time to do the work. No more getting fixes. I get it. Like I said, if you can't afford I get it. But make sure in getting those free items, those free things, that your intention is, I'm treating this like I paid a million dollars for it and I'm going to do the work. I'm going to do the work because I'm worth that. I wanted to share that and yeah, I wanted to share that. There was something else that I was going to add to this, but I think I've said what needs to be said. So I am going to close us out with a card and I hope that you all heard my heart with this and the message was clear. Um, <clears throat> Like my uh, former pastor used to say, I'm sorry this wasn't a message that you can't shout hallelujah to. <laughs> that you can't, you know, get excited and happy on. But, you know, sometimes in ministry, you have to deliver messages that might not be that way. They might not be as sexy. But the truth, in my opinion is sexy the truth is sexy the truth is bomb the truth is everything and if I am in this position and I can't tell you the truth then I need to go sit down somewhere so I'm gonna pull us an African goddess affirmation card to close us out because 
it feels right in the line to do that. But this is just something that's been on my heart because I've been really noticing this of because it feels like and I know this is what it is for those who are doing that you're looking for something but instead of really allowing yourself to sit in the messages you're receiving and receive them since the messages aren't what you wanted to hear or they're challenging you to go higher, to go further, to dig deeper. You're afraid, so you're like, mm, let me go over here because maybe this message won't hit me so hard. But the truth is the truth is the truth. And I'm here to give you the truth. Thank you, Goddess Christine. She says, yes, ma'am, I am here. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddess of the Sun. It's fun to live on purpose. It is. It is. It's fun to live on purpose. It's fun to live with purpose. And that's the point of all of this. I want to be that guide to help you live on purpose with purpose. So the lesson on this card says, if your life had a purpose, what would it be? When you consider this, what feelings does this awaken? You are on a mission, yes, and the grand plan needs you to live it. You don't need to find it. You only need to claim it. Rise up to this thought with the warmth and shining blessings of Wayla or Walla, Australian or Aboriginal goddess of the sun. Yeah. Purpose. Can't tap into your purpose if you just keep going and getting fixes. Tapping into your purpose means you're, going, you're ready to do the work. You ready to get down and dirty with it. <laughs> You ready to get in them trenches. And it's all good. Because you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. You don't. So, that is all I have for you. I really appreciate you taking time to listen. Leave me a comment and tell me what you think. Have you been avoiding doing the work? And it's okay. You know what? I can admit, I'm the same way. When I first got into spirituality, I started trying to do everything instead of doing the work on me until I got that tap on the shoulder like, excuse me, ma'am, can I, ma'am, ma'am, can I get your attention, please? What are you doing? <laughs> no, that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not. Stop. Take a breath. 
Now tap into you. Tap into you first. First. All right. Oh, last thing. And I say that because when I first started this, my initial journey was to help me find myself because I was now an empty nester and I needed to find myself. And when I went on my journey to find myself, I did find myself, but I also found God. I found God in a way that I had never experienced God before. In a way that just will always, always, always be tattooed in my my mind, my heart, my body. Because it was such a beautiful thing when it happened. I may have to write a book about that. <laughs> that won't be my first book. My first book, I'm already working on that. But yeah, that's part of the journey. Now I understand that quote when she says, I found God in myself and I loved her dearly. At first, I didn't understand that quote. But now I get it. Because I can truly say, on my journey, I found God in myself and I loved her dearly. It's the God within you. The creator that created you dwells within you. That's why we call the body a temple. Your body is a temple. It is a sacred dwelling space where your spirit and Holy Spirit become one. Become one. So, okay. That's a whole other message and I don't want to go preaching on something else. <laughs> but again, leave me a comment. Tell me what you think. If you're guilty of it, I mean, it is what it is, sis. Ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing. You're only human. But as long as you get the message and as long as you understand that it's time to do the work, then my work here is done. Well, part of it. <laughs> the rest of the work comes when you sign up for my, uh, <laughs> I got to slide this in here real quick. When you sign up now for my membership, yes, I have a membership. I almost forgot to mention this and I, I really had purpose in my heart to talk about it before I sign off. But you can go to my link tree in my profile if you're here on Instagram or if you're watching this or listening to this on the podcast, then I'll put the link in the comments, the um, show notes. That's what they are. But it is my new membership and it's called Enlightenment, Embodiment. No, Enlightenment, <laughs> Empowerment and Embodiment. Yes, we go through our period of Enlightenment. And then I'm here to empower you and to help you embody who you are. And this program, this is a 12 month, so it's like a yearly subscription that you can pay up front or you can pay by the month. Um, 
And with this package, with this program, what I'm so proud of, you get a monthly forecast reading. So this starts the month off for the collective that I do a reading to talk about the forecast for the month. You know, what do we need to be concentrating our energy on for the month? Now, every month is going to have a theme, if you will. So some one month we may just talk about self-care. One month we may do some inner child work. One month we may talk about money and money mindset. Um, so we're going to be talking about a, a, a various amounts of topics every single month. So you get the monthly forecast. We start the month off with prayer and we end the month with prayer. You also get access to, to my resources. Um, and these are things that I have either taught or created over the years <laughs> that are just sitting around in my hard drive collecting dust that y'all can be learning from. <laughs> and we have a monthly mastermind. So that is a live session where we come together on Zoom and we talk about whatever the theme is. Um, you'll get journaling prompts, you'll get challenges, um, we'll have guest speakers that'll come in. It's, it's a whole beautiful thing and this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. So go to the link in my bio, check it out. If it feels resonant with you, then you can start July off with me and uh, we can get started because it starts in July. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I have. I think that's it. I talked about what I needed to talk about. I have other things coming up, but I'll talk about that stuff later. But until then, I love you. Have a wonderful evening. Evening. <laughs> and I will talk to you all next time here on the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast. Bye for now.